It's winging it. Austin Platts, Brendan Duarte. I'm Dylan Corbett. We got a jacked episode for you. It's a big sports weekend, but you know, this is not the place for that. We're going to touch on, I think, a uh, thing that everyone was kind of watching McGregor. That's almost cultural, but very briefly. Uh, first, we begin in the place that everyone thinks cheese curds from Wisconsin are absolute gas. Now, this was certainly not me, if you know me. Uh, we'll get to that as another topic, but who had this topic? I did. My uh, boss is from Wisconsin and he came back from a trip and he had cheese curds made like a day before. And like I expected, you know, something you get it like as an appetizer, you know, fried. And they were like cold, like crumbled up. It almost like tasted like chewy (laughs) Play-Doh. I know it doesn't sound good, but they were so fire. And I like, I had no clue what I, what I was eating. And he's like, you'll never have a cheese curd like that in your entire life again. Straight so. from the source. Are yeah. you a friend of cheese curds, uh, Brennan? I am. I've never had like, I guess, cheese curds actually from Wisconsin because. You're just thinking Culver's, right? Yeah, exactly. The last yes. the only time I've had cheese curds is from Culver's. Culver's is a very underrated fast food establishment. That's 100%. a story for another day. But. I've only had the cheese curds from Culver's. They're very good, but they're not like what Austin's talking about. They serve them to you hot. They don't taste like Play-Doh. <laughs> um, wait, I, I might have asked you this, Austin. Do, do you know what kind of cheese that they use in the Wisconsin cheese curds? No, I should have asked. I think it defers because there's a, definitely a difference. Like, So it's originated from Wisconsin, and I've got a kind of a follow-up. I think Wisconsin's known for a couple of things. Cheese, obviously, but off of that cheese curds, the Packers. And then one thing that I know, because this was something we did in college, which was uh, if we wanted a cheap formal or a semi-formal, we'd go to the Wisconsin Dells, which is like an indoor uh, water park, if you guys know it. So that was something us in Chicago and I think Minnesota, like you just go over to this place called the Wisconsin Dells. I think the equivalent to that would be lake of the ozarks for st louis people so we would just go rent a cabin and then like all sudden like 40 you know fraternity and sorority people would show up drunk at this water park uh (laughs) for the weekend i thought you were going to compare it to the the place at six flags what's it called (laughs) i don't know that place was heat middle school what's the water place at six flags tsunami Uh, world no. Uh, wow, I feel like an idiot right now. Yeah, I, I know. I'm blanking. Dude, Six. we used to have the Six Flags pass, like, I think, uh, what, people early in high school? People listening are going to kill us. I know. But I, you I said, well, think about it. Are an amusement parks dead? Like, what, I guess when we have kids, are you going to take kids to an amusement park? I don't think they're going to know what it is by the time we have kids. First of all, you said indoor water park, and then you compared it to the Lake of the Ozarks. Well, Lake of the Ozarks is a great place to go and just party. You know, and kind of just like that vibe yeah. where the Dells, the Dells in general are big lakes, but we would go when it's cold. So it was an indoor water park. But the Dells region in Wisconsin is very similar party place. Uh, lots of lakes. I, I think isn't the, the water park called Hurricane Harbor? Yes. Nice call. Yes. Wow. Nice. Um, that's that's outdoor genius. 
that's outdoor though but this this water park is indoor yeah it's both and like so that's why we would go during like april you know and Uh it would just be unreal like my buddy sanjeev like was drowning in the wave pool you know like we'd like we were just a bunch of belligerent people um but it just reminded me of that's that's one place that's like a destination for midwesterners i think like the ozark certainly for missouri so what's other food? I think of Memphis barbecue. What's other food that is like specific in and out burger? What are some other places that it's like regional? It's based in one spot. First thing that comes to mind for me is toasted raviolis from St. Louis. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. And I didn't know that until I was like in late high school that other places didn't have toasted raviolis. I learned that coming there, moving there. Portillo's. Oh, <laughs> so Portillo's is fire. Yeah, Portillo's. There was one right in uh, – I went to college in Peoria. They built it right after I graduated. Um, Portillo's is gas. in and outs fire, and you can get that in Vegas, Arizona. Um, kind of say Whataburger, too. Kind yes, of. Yes, Whataburger. That's like Texas. How about Zaxby's? Yes. There's that, one in Como. Yeah. Is there really? Yeah, because yeah. they have to be for SEC, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. As far as, like, specific foods, though – not even restaurants. I can't really, I, I mean, there's gotta be others. I can't really pinpoint. I would say pizza, like Italy, New York, you've got de- like pizzas varied, you know, from Chicago, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of food, I know we always talk about food, but yeah. it's uh, topical. Brendan has never had a pear or peach, right? Yeah. There's a, so our friend Jenna Morton has been posting Instagram stories of her trying different fruits for the first time. And every time she posts one, I'm like, I've never had this fucking fruit either. Give me some examples. Pineapple. Come on. I I have had pineapple. She tried it for the first time the other day, but I was listing like, I've never had cantaloupe. I've never had a pear. I've never had mangoes. Um, Plum. Never had a plum. So you're pretty plain. I mean, like I'm plain guy. But yeah. I've had some of these fruits. I've at least tried them. Mm-hmm. Uh, pears are phenomenal, by the way. They might be one of the more underrated fruits ever. But yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of a plum. I mean, that was a wild card. That was a good one, though. I fuck with plums. Jeez, like I, I don't think I've. I think I've tried a peach. I love pineapple. Oh my god, pineapple! I didn't try it until later in life, like in college, and I was like, Dylan, you're a dipshit for not trying this earlier. You know what we should do is a blind taste test. Of all the different fruits you haven't tried and see if you can guess what the fruit is. I we'll do that for next week. Let's plan on it. Should we right. do Kelsey, it get that produce. Um, yeah, we should. What happened there? We um, we need to get together, like us three, and have like a live podcast. Dude, I know. Um, I would we should do it once Austin moves to Dallas. Wait a second. Was this your nice segue? You're looking for a house buying. Was so that as you? of today, um, I actually purchased a condo what yeah in the in the st louis area People okay from- explain yourself and then i'm about to gas you up <laughs> um yeah so i bought the condo in the st louis area people from st louis it's in the brentwood area specifically and it is a fucking process mm-hmm. for everything that you have to do you have to get approved for a loan then you have to go through a fucking, I mean, luckily I didn't really even have to go through a, a bidding war with anyone for this, this specific condo. This is a good time to, um, 
Well, the market is just crazy right now, which is well, insane. It's a great time to buy. Interest rates are extremely low, which is yeah. why I did it. But I mean, you have to schedule inspections, do a whole bunch of, yeah. there's a whole list of shit and a whole bunch of extra money you have to pay, which I didn't realize. But um, you thought you had stress, like there's stress in college, like shit, I am dead for this test. I haven't even studied. I'm running out of time, et cetera, paper. There was not a single stress until you own a home or you go through the process of owning a home. And then all of a sudden you get and you're like, oh my God, you know, the sump pumps busted over here. I'm living on a river over here. How do I sell this shit? Um, you know, it's crazy. So I have some questions for you, actually, because here's where I gas you up you always got to buy, dude. I heard the greatest quote ever where it was like, um, why not buy real estate? Because why it's the best part to buy real estate is because, you know, we're running out of land. It's not like land is growing. So why not own some, you know, that's like, that's some of the biggest value you can get. And there's always going to be a buyer. That's why all these people, it's the same thing, like buying into a sports franchise. You say, Oh, the Knicks suck. They're worth five bill. Because it's whatever someone's going to pay for that. And it's always going up. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. And in my case, I mean, I, I didn't buy a house. I bought a condo, but it's like, but still, and you can rent that if you move exactly. somewhere that, else. That was my thought process. If, and when I, I want to move, I mean, I can rent it out. I feel for a pretty good profit. So I just felt like with interest rates being so low and, you know, with me being able to rent it out in the future, I just felt like it'd be dumb for me to not buy it. Do you mind giving some specifics? How much did you put down? How much was it? I literally only had to put down. I didn't even have to do this. I, I think the minimum I could have put down was like 3% if I wanted to. I heard to. my buddy say 1% the other day. Yeah. I'm looking at million dollar houses right now. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> like, because you have to pay for it in Minneapolis. And right now the market's so bare. So I might wait for something with a better value. But the house I'm keying on. I don't know. I might have to finesse something. I'm a day trader now, if you haven't heard. Um, but yeah, it's. I'm glad you're into the property because Zach Tallock, I think, is the only other guy I know personally who is delved into property buying, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it was just, it, it makes a lot of sense financially, especially right now. So what are we talking? One, two bedroom, you yourself, somebody else? Uh, so I got a, a two bedroom place, uh, one bathroom. And I'll be living with Drew Ellis. No, way. Um, many, many listeners of the podcast know him. That's going to be the pad. I'm going to schedule. When do you move in? I'm scheduling a trip right now. We close February 25th. Okay. So yeah, Things are happening. Uh, my you buddy have to Mac bring Cruzen. a housewarming gift though. Oh. Or a condo warming gift. You like derbs? Uh, no. Yeah, that's fine. I got you. Uh, Matt Cruzen just got a sick place downtown. He's moving in in the spring. It's overlooking the Viking Stadium. They they have a golf simulator. It's gonna be unreal. Austin going to D Town. We get that's where we'll do a live podcast or at the pad too for Brendan and Drew. Um, Did you say awesome. Maddie has a golf simulator in his house? In uh, he's moving into an apartment that has like a rooftop bar, uh, spa. Like it's one of the coolest apartments uh, apartment buildings I've seen downtown Minneapolis. Things are happening, man. 2021. We got off to a slow start, but you know, spring's coming up. Um, okay. The only other thing I had here was I hate cheese. I might be an alien. Um, I'm just so here. I'm so plain. I'm one of like, maybe it has to be less than 1%, but you know, one of these types of people that is just so damn picky, so damn plain. Like I'll just have ketchup on my hot dog. 
you know, I'm not having extraordinary meals. Like I'd be good with chicken fingers if you offered it to me. Uh, but the big thing that everyone gets me for, and I rightfully, you know, plead the fifth. I don't like cheese, but I like pizza. I'm one of those weirdos. Also, you're, you're the type of person to go to any restaurant. It could be any restaurant ever and just get chicken tenders every single time. Dude, what's, that, what's that famous place out in uh, California? Nobu. I go to Nobu. Hey, do you have chicken tenders? Is that off menu? You would. I don't know. So do you, do you eat like turkey sandwiches without the cheese? Yeah, I, I have turkey sandwiches with barbecue sauce. How about that? Toast the bun. What? Uh, oh, oh God. Yeah, I know. It's uh, the only other guy I've heard is like, and you guys want to know, he's a broadcaster, Ian Eagle, who I heard in an interview where he was just like, he he had never had a single condiment in his life, which was weirder than me. Like, that was probably the craziest <laughs> thing I had ever heard in my life. But cheese has got to be up there. Why Do you just not like food? Or are you just like, I don't want to try that? Are you just like content with what you know? No, a little bit of both, honestly. I'm, uh, I grew, I, dude, I didn't try eggs until like I was in high school, and now that's all I eat. Uh, I just mentioned pineapple. A lot of it is just kind of pickiness. Like I hated a lot of it was uh, stuff that my dad kind of like or my family force fed me, like Brussels sprouts. And I was immediately just like, oh, like as a kid, beets. I hope I never see a beet ever again in my life. Um, and then something about cheese I just couldn't I used to like grilled cheese but then I think I was fed it cold a lot of times and I just couldn't get to it I wasn't did you say beets like Dwight Schrute yes beets I I'm still horrified (laughs) I think that's a memory I'll never forget is my nanny yes I had a nanny uh prepping up some beets in the kitchen I've I haven't had beets either but um you know those TikToks of the kids and the parents squeezing the egg? Yes. Like, is that real? Like, is it actually that hard to squeeze an egg? Wait, are you talking about the TikToks where it's like, supposedly if you give a little kid an egg, they know to be gentle with it? No, I'm talking about the ones where they take the egg and they try to squeeze it like this, or they give it to the kid with one hand, and like no one can squeeze and crack the egg. What do you – I mean, I – I guarantee I could crack an egg right now with one. That's egg. what I'm saying. No, I've heard that. I've heard that phenomena too. It's like the hardest. Maybe that's a prank though to get someone to do that. Sorry. I so here's the other thing. I've got an iPad. Uh, you mentioned TikTok, so I was literally going to pull up TikTok. How about these trends lately? I so is this a real song? Y R N. Am I getting that right? I'm in love with Benjamin Franklin. I'm not sure. No, it's the, the it's Migos the, song. The Migos song. Yeah, but isn't it a remix? I I think it is a real song, but I think because I can't beat, find it on Spotify. I think the beat is not originally attached to that song. So it's a mashup, and it's one it's, of the greatest yeah, trends going on right now. What was that? I, I feel like it's one of the greater trends going on that dance because it's uh it's like a mashup with whatever that beat is with Migos. And Young Thug. I'll literally pull one up right now, except I have to fucking, this is a new iPad. I got to log into my TikTok. How much was the iPad these days? Um, <laughs> Wait, this is a funny story. Did I tell this? So I had one of these. Uh, so I have an American Express credit card and it's like, spend 10000 in a year and you get a $100 Delta flight credit. <laughs> I am literally $500 short and it is December 28th. I'm like, fuck it. I'm getting an iPad. 
I missed the deadline by a day. <laughs> so I didn't even get the credit. <laughs> I mean, I love it though, but yeah, that's a nice that, thing. Also, what, wait, 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 wait. You have to spend ten thousand dollars to get a one hundred dollar like Delta throughout the credit. year. Yeah. Well, think about how much you use a credit card. You know, you're just swiping, and it's like you know you're racking up points. And I'm looking at this, I'm like, holy shit, hundred dollars! I'm so close, I can't not try and get it. And Dude, I, I remember me and me and Austin got the Chase Sapphire card. <laughs> it was Austin is Austin is in tears right now. Me me and Austin got the Chase Sapphire credit card, and it was like. You had to spend five thousand dollars in the first two months, and we got like seven hundred dollars worth of flight credit to be used anywhere. <laughs> That's pretty raw. Yeah, I got, I feel like I got the short end of the stick, especially because I missed it. Um, Jesus Christ! Well, I was trying to pull up TikTok because have you guys heard of Young Gravy? Brennan, you didn't like the TikTok I sent you of him. This dude is a free. This dude is the definition of lit. I, I've heard of him before. I have I the first time I had uh heard of him in a while was the TikTok you sent me. I I don't think I've ever heard of a and, heard a song by him though, except there is one popular song that's a TikTok song, right? So that's what's crazy is um TikTok. I even followed this guy whose literal job it is on TikTok to just post some words over his head and go, songs that made with that TikTok made popular pot part seven. And he's got fucking a million followers. Um, but yeah, this was one of them. We'll just play snippets throughout, but young gravy. So how would you picture him? Like, he's just like this flaming hot Cheeto who is what happened there, but he's like into a disco groove. Austin is still out of commission for this podcast from crying from laughter. So we'll filibuster with this podcast. Not big enough yet for me to get sued. Right. Oh, I turned uh, my yeah. I turned my we have to have down. an advertiser first. Oh shit! Sorry. So this is his favorite song. Is it too low? We're just testing this out right now, live. Okay, that's a good start, right? So this is a white rapper, by the way, and uh, we're getting to the part where the chorus is him just basically what went viral on TikTok. This dance trend, by the way. Okay, yeah, yeah. He kind of bangs, right? Yeah. I think people are like making songs, like knowing that it's going to blow up on TikTok. Like they're almost like aiming for it. Yeah, I was going to say, we talked about this last week that songs blow up because of TikTok. That's a perfect example of a song that blew up exclusively because of TikTok. And just like do it yourself videos. Like I was talking about freaking uh, Brick Golf Dad trying to get him on. Like this dude has taught me so much about golf lately. Um, I follow like this dude cooking with Daryl, who's like this dad who just like is insane at cooking. 
Cooking with Daryl is fire. He whips <laughs> up in the, in the kitchen. <laughs> what are some other like stock TikTok? I'm all in on cooking TikTok. Uh, Jesus, I don't even know what else. Do you think that he made that catchy tune though, like aimed at TikTok? No, I honestly think he's one of these guys that is, uh, you know, like what we're trying to do. We're trying to get into the digital atmosphere. And anything can blow up now because we are so tethered to our phones. So I think this guy is just a creator, created music. The internet is so wide and spread out now that everyone's seeing a little bit of everything. Somebody was like, holy shit, this this beat kind of bangs. Some hot girl does a dance to it. And all of a sudden, you know, every pervert on TikTok is sharing it over and over. Yeah, I believe he's been rapping for like well over five years as well. Like, I, like how did I, Jack Harlow pop off? You know, like that's a dude like, did he get discovered on social media, TikTok? And then I finally, that got me to listen to his album. And I was like, shit, this dude can fucking spit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously it was the What's Poppin' song that got him famous, but. From TikTok. Was it from, t- I don't think that was from TikTok though. I think so. Cause everyone was doing like the, I saw one today, that dude that does my friend Justin's cracked in Fortnite or whatever. That guy who's always yeah. walking his kid. He did one where he's walking by a doll and he, it was like above his head. It was like me fake talking to the doll. Hey, what's popping? And then all of a sudden it was him as the ball. Not much. Just watching. <laughs> but I, I just think TikTok something about just the 60 seconds that gets you watching something over and over and like unable for you to exit out of the app is just so addictive. Dylan, you haven't posted in a while. I feel like you used to make one a day. I felt like I literally feel like I have writer's block. I mean, first of all, I'm trying, I'm spinning so many plates. You know, I'm a day sure. trader, I'm a sports better. I'm trying to go to lifetime. I'm unemployed. I'm a freelancer. I'm a podcaster. I'm a husband, <laughs> dog dad. I mean, it's tough. Um, Wait, um, I was literally in tears earlier. I couldn't even talk. I was laughing so hard at the American Express spend ten thousand dollars. That's a great story. One hundred dollar credit card. Yeah, That's I missed it by a day. First credit card promo I've ever heard. No, and also because I thought it said by D- December thirty first. So December thirty first, like fuck it, all right, iPad, and it didn't process until January first. I mean, I was literally in tears right there. <laughs> That's the best feeling. Uh, I think a ninja goes to my lifetime. <laughs> Speaking of videos, I should have taken a video of this guy. Um, so you have one of these guys, I mean, videos that that blow up uh, from uh, workouts of people just doing like obscure shit in college are so funny to me. And I was literally about to take a video of this guy if I didn't think he was going to kill me. Because he is just literally on a yoga mat, literally just like st- he's he's doing four point turns on one leg, just punching the air and just doing like a various amount of ninja moves for an hour and a half. He did not move. He did not give up his mat. And uh, like there's people working right next to him at Lifetime. And I'm wondering what what are these people thinking? How has someone not filmed him? How is he dressed? Uh, he had a clear, he had like a clear oxygen mask, you know, like on those ER shows, that was his mask. And he was just uh, doing ninja moves. He didn't have the samurai sword, but I was worried about him. Oh, uh, dude, did you get my picture of the I was YMCA? just going to say, Austin, awesome. a funny ass fucking step to me. 
literally just a pregnant lady with a shirt that says personal trainer and she's training this couple she's like yep you go there you go there (laughs) just standing there there's a lifetime payment plan okay you can have uh the tier one trainer or uh you know tier four which is (laughs) sally who comes on saturdays in between daycare so wait this personal trainer is pregnant (laughs) dude she's like eight months in gotta be (laughs) like she's about to pop yeah yeah i was i was in tears speaking of in tears um geez okay god i went to the cairo the other day it was money first time i had the neck adjustment um have you seen this like the where they pull it straight back yeah or like they're like hey relax this thing right here (laughs) i've always been scared to get that how was it so was i it was incredible. And you see those people that are always just like, they exclaim something. It's almost like the orgasm. They go, oh my God. You know, it's just something after they crack the neck. I thought I wasn't going to say anything as soon as it happened. It wasn't as loud as I thought because you hear it with a mic. So like all those people say it's loud. I definitely like, felt, you know, because there's that little ball that connects your skull. I felt my entire skull twist around that ball at the top of like my head. And it was just like, I literally exclaimed, Oh my fucking God. (laughs) It just came out of me. I, uh, Kelsey told me not to do it though, because she's an ER nurse. And she said, one of her nurse friends have had people come in with brain bleeds from that. Jesus. So yeah, I've always been scared to do it. I used to go to the chiropractor, uh, like on a weekly basis. I'm going like every three weeks and it's great. I like the back adjustments I'm getting has been much, I haven't felt this good for my back in, I kid you not, four and a half years. I was going to say, yeah, I used to go for my back as well. And just doing that, the way that they crack your back is yeah, heavenly. Dylan, you go, he said to just relax this thing right here. <laughs> Isn't that your neck? <laughs> well, it's like a muscle. Like you'll always see, I don't know. I follow Dr. Crack, that Australian on Instagram. <laughs> um so you naturally went straight there and did the head crack after she told you not to no it was uh i told her i did the head crack and then she told me hey don't do that again i might make an appointment though um no i don't know like i wasn't i'm not going there seeking it but it was the first time that was offered me i was like sure you know i had one where they like it was more like the shoulder and they like did that that was a great feeling when i was like holy crap but yeah, where you're spinning your fucking noggin around your goddamn spinal cord. That one was a bit odd. Um, all right. Why? So we got the Super Bowl two weeks from now. Um, big sports weekend. We'll knock out the sports topics here before our break. Uh, so why isn't the Monday after the Super Bowl a federal holiday? Dude, it should be. It absolutely should be. Or they should move the Super Bowl to a Saturday. I've heard that thrown around too. Um, But would it lose some viewers? I don't know. There's a decent amount of people that take the the next day off. True. Exactly. Because I wonder if you, because sometimes you're not interested. I mean, I'm always interested in the Super Bowl. So, but sometimes some people are just like, ah, not a great matchup. I'm sure this one's not going to be one of those. This is going to be an awesome Super Bowl. But, uh, you know, some people, if it was on a Saturday, it'd be like, shit, you know, you could come up with a million different other plans to get out of certain that. There's something about a Sunday where it's like, okay, you have to, you know, gather to watch this on a Sunday, even though you have potentially work tomorrow or you get out of it if you're a heady player. 
Yeah, the Super Bowl is almost like a holiday. It's like people who don't even like it's the most watched thing sports, every year. Yeah, they're still going to watch the Super Bowl. So, dude, last year, um, Riley Herr had a party, and Mitch Keffen flew from Chicago, watched half the game, killed like an entire bottle of vodka, and then left to go to the airport. <laughs> he didn't even get to watch the end of the game. <laughs> Because he had to start his new job the next day. Well, I was going to say, like, what boss isn't at least understanding, like, hey, Monday isn't probably going to be that productive. Yeah. What a terrible day to start work the Monday after the Super Bowl. Yeah. That should be illegal. Um, What do you guys like? Initial thoughts. I think it's Chiefs all the way. It's going to be the best Super Bowl we've probably ever seen. I'm rooting for the Bucks. Yeah. I want to see Brady win again. I I'm not a bandwagon it. Chiefs like Jake Poupard, you fraud. <laughs> but I'm in the same boat as Austin. I love Tom Brady. I want to see him win, but uh, I do think the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes will win. I love Patrick Mahomes. I just don't like the Chiefs. I hate Travis Kelsey. Yeah, uh, Botox Brady. I still can't believe he's fucking doing that. Um, Dude, the Travis Kelsey story of he got his first paycheck – bought himself a car and then his dad goes where's my car so he bought his dad a car and then he bought a rolex and then had to have his dad buy him groceries because he ran out of money (laughs) idiot so so many people mismanage their money at first but again a lot of these people are coming out like think about shit i mean i'm 26 now and i'm already thinking about jesus christ i feel like i was dumb as hell when i was 22 you know which is pretty stupid to say but um all right, if you had to be an above-average pro sports player, what sport? I've got the answer, but who put this on? We we had a debate the other day. You will not mm. believe what Brad said. What is it? Lay it on me. Professional field goal kicker. <laughs> okay, what? I mean, first of all, everyone hates you no matter what. Um, even if you're Adam Vinatieri, the greatest of all time, everyone hates you by the time you're running out of the sport because you're so old and you miss all the kicks and you don't get paid shit. That is terrible. What I do you said, guys um, professional golf golfer, because you can play forever. You never get hurt. Uh, you get the hottest chicks, a shit ton of money. And I mean, just being really good at golf, like everybody dreams of that. So that's my pick, but I think you're underestimating how hard it is. You have to fight for your job every year unless you're one of the top, like, 10 to 25 golfers. Like, you have to basically fight for your chance to be on tour every single year, make cuts. But, yeah, the money's ridiculous Um, if you're good, you know, if you're winning a lot of those. But, again, too, Tiger Woods dealt with injuries. But, yeah, being raw at golf, and this is just – it's a recreational sport where you can drink with friends. You know, like, that's just crazy. Um, Brandon, do you have a choice? I would choose one of two. I would either be an NFL quarterback. Yeah. Because who doesn't want to be that? Only thing is you can get injured pretty easily there. Um, or I'd be a, a basketball player. I just, basketball's yeah. always been the coolest sport to me. Always seemed like the best athletes and you're still going to get paid a fuck ton. Yeah, that would. Uh, that's my favorite sport to play, dude. I finally picked up a basketball for the first time in four years. I was playing with my buddy, and uh, it, I was wearing a mask. I almost keeled over. I was Jesus Christ. It was tough. Um, we have to talk it? about the McGregor fight. One hundred percent. Thirty seconds left. Perfect. We'll start with that. But yeah, it was. Uh, I lost my train of thought. All right, we'll break. This is winging it. All right. 
We're back. Let's uh, dive into this McGregor fight. I actually had a killing. Uh, did, I love UFC, especially like their main events. Their UFC 257, 258, 259 is going to be nuts. Uh, I'm a big UFC guy. This was a huge fight. McGregor, three to one favorite. I made a killing on the undercard. And then I was on McGregor like most people were. Did we all collectively – so someone should have been filming me because I literally dead fish to the floor as he got blitzed and was just like in disbelief what the hell just happened. Uh, my buddy goes, hide my shoelaces because he unloaded a tank on McGregor. Like this was a crazy upset. But uh, in hindsight, one that I probably should have saw coming. Well, I, I think I read 86% of the money was on him. Something crazy, and we had people over for it, and we were hyped about the Blues minus one and a half because they got that one second left goal. Um, oh, there's nothing that. better than that. But we were all hype, and then the Mizzou dude beat the guy uh, right before McGregor. What was his name, Brennan? Oh, Michael Chandler? Yeah, Chandler. Yeah, plus knocked, 110. Come on. Knocked him out. Uh, so we were hype about that, and then McGregor, that's what everybody had most of their money on, and like <laughs> – Right when he got knocked out, everyone just went silent and kind of looked around. And exactly. was like, wow, this party really died down quick. It was a total disappointing end to a night, right, Brent? Yeah, I mean, he was controlling the fight, I feel like, the, the entire first round. And then just out of nowhere, dude just started pummeling his face. And uh, so here, Poirier was attacking his calf, and McGregor yeah. was on crutches afterwards. And that was key. But yeah, again, McGregor, I thought, came alive in the first half of that second round. And then all of a sudden, he just got clipped. And Poirier just freaking... And McGregor touched on this because he had been out of UFC for two years since his last fight. Or maybe it was a year and you know, a little less than two years. Um, but that's, he just didn't know how to handle it. And Poirier is a legit fighter. But, I mean, who knows? Like Now it's like we're going to get suckered into some McGregor uh, fight anyway that we're going to pay money for. Is he going to fight Jake Paul? Jake Paul loved uh, taking in his uh, embarrassing knockout. And the memes made a circuit, too. Uh, th- those memes are pretty funny. Dude, McGregor, like, re- I feel like every fighter retires, and that basically just means they're going to take, like, a year off. Or it reti- yeah, off. exactly. He's Everyone retired. has a paycheck, 100%. He's retired, like, three times now came out of retirement finally they're like all right well you're gonna have the they're one and one now you're gonna have the championship or but here's a good question so so you guys always tune in for mcgregor i think i got you guys to tune in for israel adesanya right when i was in town i was like dude this fight's epic and i like put it on the house and people were hyped for it um but you guys are very casual casual fans could you name, so I've named two fighters there. I guess we've got three total fighters. you got Chandler. Could you name three fighters that haven't been named so far? Just if I asked you, you guys could even team up for this. I could definitely name more boxers than I could UFC fighters. Khabib. Nice. Masvidal. Next. Masvidal. That's also a neck. You myopic son of a, what? Isn't john john's bones jones yes he hasn't fought in a while though ronda rousey (laughs) yes dude that was when ufc was kind of low-key that's when everyone just knew rousey and then mcgregor and now it's on the slice slice yeah dude kimbo slice was a mentor to mosfidal kent shamrock isn't that one uh 
We'll have to look that up. That sounds like a made-up <laughs> fictional Irish character. Randy Randy Couture. Yes, correct. Damn, Brennan. Anderson Silva. Yeah. Um, yeah, R. it's R. a P. it's a crazy sport. Yeah, R. no R. kidding. Kimbo Slice. Also, Ronda Rousey fraud. She got her ass beat. Well, Holly Holm took her out. Now Amanda Nunez is the new uh, Rousey, but no one gives her the you know time of day. Brock um, Lesnar. Sorry, I'm I'm still naming fighters. <laughs> the musical genius. Um, yeah, Brock Lesnar, WWE and MMA. Um, Did you former see South that, Dakotan? Uh, How about that? Wow. Did you see that Ryan Garcia's fighting Manny? Dude, Pacquiao? so that's the boxer who like he's fighting Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, nice yeah. call. He, I mean, um, boxing. Jesus Christ! Like I like MMA because that's like. I don't know. I feel like you get better odds. Like there was, there's a pretty big boxing match on this weekend. And uh, like the odds are like 44 to one. It's like, it's like why would I put, I put a grand down to win 25 bucks. Yeah. Okay. Sign me up. Um, okay. Now the women are done fast forwarding just in time for the stock market. Um, okay. Something is going on with the stock market. So have you guys been following this? Like, so I think it's been fascinating and all the memes are so fucking funny where it's like, it's like baby boomers, you know, all these guys in their hundreds or nineties, like analyzing a stock for a month before they push it. And then it's just like guys on Reddit and it's just Leonardo DiCaprio walking down the halls, high-fiving everyone, making their own calls on GameStop. I mean, what is going on? Reddit has absolutely blown up GameStop. I was like kind of reading more into it today. So Yeah, so give, give your account and then I'll fill in some blanks. I mean, a lot of people think it's just a major pump and dump scheme. So if you don't know, GameStop has absolutely blown the fuck up as of recently, as of the past few months. Last time I looked today, it was up just like 60% today. To put it in reference, in October, it was trading at like $15. When I looked today, it was at like $103 um, per share. I think it's gone. I think it went a little bit down from that today. But a lot of people are accusing it of being a huge pump and dump scheme, meaning the you know people high up, the executives in GameStop are creating false reports of, you know, hey, this is how much profit our company's making. They're no, no, putting no, no, in a bunch no, no. of money and they're just going to sell it. I got to stop you there. It's not even that because it wasn't just GameStop. It was BlackBerry and it was uh, I'm AMC Entertainment, which is the movie theater, which cannot be doing well. Well, they actually had some news that they had like eliminated debt or something. But I'm about to pull up what because every so GameStop basically what happened. It wasn't the ins, it wasn't the company insiders. It was some dude on Reddit called was Wall Street Bets, right? Correct. Yeah, and he just calls it, and they're about to call another company. But what happened was. Everyone and their mother gets in on it. And then by the time everyone got in there, it absolutely tanked. So everyone late lost so much fucking money. But this was when they cashed it. It sent it to the moon. And I I mean, it's just crazy because that's the thing is I was talking with Austin about this right before we hit record. It's uh, it's some guy putting like 50K into a penny stock and it has no chance but going up. You know, until trade trades get halted and people are probably wondering, what the fuck are you guys talking about the stock market? I can only tell you, you need to learn about the stock market. I wish I started learning about this when I was 21, you know, like I, I feel like I lost 
so much time, but it's, it's, it's the future. It's how you make money. Yeah. I wish there was a stock class in high school or even, yeah. I think it's economics 100. Yeah. It's just economics degree. I, I um, see. But yeah, it's funny. Cause these Reddit penny stock um, threads, like literally pump these stocks so much that they'll like 10 X in like a week. And the old guys the- are probably oh. like, what the fuck is going on? They're, 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 they're secretary give me my computer you're so right though the memes are so funny um for the people that but it is just a pump and dump literally like it's it's all a facade but like it's the same thing as sports gambling too if you follow the money and there's dude like it's the internet now you can find this data there are sec opening like there's sec open trading forums it's called open insider where you can see where like big money rollers are buying millions of shares and that's where you know you can go on trading view you can look up rsi and pinpoint okay this is where this is going to skyrocket this is where google just skyrocketed crazy hit 1900 today that's going to tank um you know there's just so much and that's tied into i decided to live my life by analytics you're seeing everything go to analytics and it's just like i'm trying to maximize my time it's like okay i'll wake up at eight o'clock you know work until five o'clock etc get a workout here it's just all numbers based i feel too computerish but you got to stay on top of things to stay relevant and i think some of these baby boomer investors who were warren buffett who was obviously made so much it's hard to explain because it's like now everyone can learn this for themselves on the website before it was the white educated people. Well, I I do think that the older people that actually research companies and stuff are going to have the last laugh because once all this hoo-ha goes down in the next couple of years, the stocks that the people said are going to go up are going to go up. And a lot of people are also losing money on these penny stocks too. But, um, I have to give Except an update DSS. on. <laughs> I have to give an update on Opti because it's been like five, six weeks. How's it going? When we were talking about it, it was at four cents, and it's now at twenty <laughs> cents, and that's with no news. People are now realizing they're out of debt. Shit's going well. They just bought the Uber for cleaning. You can like download this app. Say, hey, I need this place clean. They'll come and clean it for you. That's just what? one of their products but it's not too late. I've made like 400% on this thing. All right. Well, this is actually me laughing at you and maybe this audio quality isn't going to be great, but here we go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so Brennan, you work in actual stocks. Like, how do you feel about seeing something like GameStop? Like, so take us behind the scenes a little bit. Like what goes through your researching process? So I'm actually not. But that's what you want to get into. Financial advisor. Um, And my role, it's different from that of an analyst. So my role was more of the analysts kind of give me investments that they think are good and then you relay and i kind of have to and they're they you know they say you know this this one is good for this specific type of person who wants this you know there maybe it's an older person or a younger person blah 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 but my job was more or less to kind of talk to people look for what they want 
or find out what they need and just kind of dumb it down to them. Like, Hey, this is why this investment makes sense. We have these analysts that, that research stuff. So, so isn't like, wouldn't you guys be worried about a company like Robinhood where it's basically putting the research in the hands of just every American? I mean, what do you mean? Like, worried about so that, that's what I'm kind of thinking is like before you'd have to go a financial advisor because the narrative is, okay, I need to talk to someone with an economics degree. Well, now anyone with maybe a brain cell that likes to read can be like, wait, I know how to do this too. It's kind of what Portnoy did. Uh, not saying that's the guy to be all whatever, but that's what I'm kind of noticing too. Is like, shit, I mean, I got to see in economics and all of a sudden I'm dipping into stocks and maybe I'm falling for this bubble, but shit, I think I, I manipulate, not manipulated the system, but actually gotten a little bit savvy with it just from reading, you know, which cause the internet helps out so much people, especially our generation. Yeah. But there is still a lot of risk associated with it. I mean, if you, I think it was like maybe a year or two ago, there was a kid who literally killed himself because he was trading I, I saw on Robin that, Hood. But yeah. Cause he put it all on his credit card. You know, he thought he was going to get, you know, and again, it's like RIP, but have a brain cell. You you can't you can't do you can't you can't take out credit card debt thinking you're going to get rich quick doing this. You have to be smart with it again. And too, I don't want to be insensitive there. It probably was insensitive, but I mean that's the thing too. As long as you are reading into it and not taking super risks, which again, a lot of people have with gambling, but it's just another form of getting into the market and growing it potentially. Mm-hmm. Dylan, a lot of I mean these larger companies that invest your money for you almost half of what they do is to just tell you chill chill just keep it in you know don't do anything emotional because i mean for us obviously you know you, you you can take it in and take it out whenever you want but when you have someone else do it for you and you're like hey i want to take it out half their job is just to be like don't you know what i mean and people well, you know why because they have commission fees they take um, like 1%, I'm pretty sure. And I mean, people pay that because they know that in the long run, it'll go up. And I mean, I a know, lot of but people, that's what I'm thinking. I think people need to wake up to like, wait a second. Not even a pandemic can stop these record highs. It's like, wait, what is so, just put your money in the stock market. It's going to go up no matter what. I mean, uh, there's ways where you could pick and choose where you don't uh, take dips, but no matter what, like if you leave it in there from like birth until you're a hundred, you're going to be dead rich. Like, because think about how much the dollar was a hundred years ago, just in general. Am I crazy? Yeah. No, it's true. But no, I mean, you're right. Like we're still using TD Ameritrade to invest our money. Like, I don't know. Or at least I am. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I you're, you're right. Like you go on YouTube and it's like next 2x stock or you go on TikTok. well it's not even that i mean just think about different stuff like but before it's like it's all a game like dude have you ever been conned into paying for somebody's picks on twitter for people are just like people know people are stupid hey i'll put some i'm 110 on the year in nfl pay for my picks and as soon as you pay for them they're a dud that's kind of being a financial advisor except that's always a winning game because you know it's going up but it's all just capitalizing off of people that don't know a certain way of making money. And I think the internet is changing. It's like do it yourself, hand, like handiwork. You can look up on YouTube. You don't need a carpenter. The internet is putting everybody out of work slowly. And that's what I think is kind of scary. 
Yeah, I also, I mean, I heard something where it's like the best way to make money is to teach people how to make money. So like a lot of these people might have gotten semi-rich, but they don't want to risk their money. So they're going to make you pay for their picks. And it's like, obviously... Well, you know, it's they people, make money off that. It's people being like kind of scared of an unknown market and then, you know, trusting someone that kind of spews a little bit of knowledge of it. I will say, because like Zillow, I feel like has to threaten realtors a little bit because that's kind of taken it into the hands of like, I'm like, wait a second, why do I need a realtor to tell me which house I like? I can just go look it up and go see it myself if I put an appointment. Um, no, you're right. You can learn anything on the tip of your fingers. Did we get too serious? I, I feel like we were Bill Nye, the science guy here towards the end. You think anybody stuck this one out? <laughs> we'll find out. I'll check the numbers, let you guys know. Uh, we do appreciate it. Again, we uh, joke about subscribing, rating, reviewing, but we do appreciate it. We like to interact with you, the listener. Um, you know, this is something that's going to be ever growing. We're planning on it. We got big things coming. Austin Platt's about to move states. Brendan Duarte, a property owner. I'm about to finesse a house in Minneapolis here. Might be a couple of digits. Um, yeah, I mean, big things coming here. Um, it, it's kind of tough. Like January, geez, I'm like ready to, I'm almost getting impatient. The Super Bowl is going to be great. This week kind of sucks, but uh, I'm ready for things to warm up and kind of things to get back to normal, aren't you guys? Oh, I'm so ready. It gets dark. I mean, the days are getting longer now, but right. that's why I hate winter is because <laughs> it gets dark so early. Austin, you're not going to be dealing with winter too much longer. That's yeah. going to be nuts. Isn't there a um like an illness where it's like you get depressed when it gets dark early? No, yeah, seasonal depression. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah winter's just a terrible time. Yeah. Um, but we're not a terrible time. Brennan Duarte, Austin Platts, I'm Dylan Corbett. Did I say episode 12 to begin this? This is episode 13. I can't um, believe I literally was in tears crying at that credit card <laughs> shit earlier. I can't wait to listen back to this. I couldn't even talk. Uh, that's my favorite part. I hope I get that flight credit. I got to book a bachelor party. We're going to Sona. Natty <laughs> Ice. All right. Love it. Hit subscribe, review, um, rate it. Send listener submissions. Always appreciate it as well. Running the Marto House and Plastic. I'm Dylan Corbett. We'll talk to you next week.